was by executive request. Yes, it was. And I believe it was always the Monday night theme, right? It was right. Saturdays that we started to mess around with. Right. Yeah. Saturdays was uh, Dock of the Bay, right? Uh, no. I know. Heard, it, heard grapevine. it on a grapevine. grapevine. Yeah, grapevine. And then summer wind in the summer after a while, which we got many protests about, Kenny, uh, because people right. didn't like I that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, organ, which organ was it and who was it played by? Yep. It's, um, it, I think it's in this building. It was in this building, yes. Uh, I think they removed it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mr. Mr. Hubbard. We met, were, Stan, we met Grandfather. S.E. the First. Yeah. S.E. the First was had a little... This was... We got that music when, on Sunday nights, right? When yep. we were first here. Yep. So it went with us to Monday Night Sports Talk. But one of their big early TV shows, Kenny, was a... Saturday night barn dance or sure. something with organ music down where the TV studio right. is now, and they had a pipe organ. Apparently, that they got it. Didn't they tell us they got it out of like the state theater, Some theater or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. or theater. In, put it the, theater, theater, and uh, put it in down there, and and Mr. Hubbard loved the music, and I can't remember who came to us and said. Go up and the chairman say, took us to meet his father. Meet, meet his father, and and he played the music for us and said. I think you guys could play that music. And we said, I think you're right. Yep. I think you're right. <laughs> yes, sir. Being the argumentative guys that we are, damn tootin'. Sounds good to me. Why so, are you wearing a tie? Uh, seems like clip? the thing to do at is the time. Is it clip on? No, no, no. This is a. He walked in and he said, Time to class things up. <laughs> yes, right. But then you've got the gangster We're jeans on. The, the, well, the baggy jeans. I damn near went for a pair of slacks and then I, I didn't. You do couldn't it, go all the way, could couldn't you? Couldn't go all the way. Yeah. But. Got the short sleeve, blue shirt on with a tie. But here's the deal. Yeah. This poor tie has been hanging on a clothes hanger in the tie. In Did the, you have to dust her off? In the. Uh, <laughs> Shake her off? Call my, the closet. I think my Still step, in the plastic. I think my. My stepson moved to Florida. He's back now, but he moved to Florida about 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And before he left, I made him tie four ties for me. And we, hung, and we, had, we still this have them This was pre-tied? They're all pre-tied. I can't tie a tie. Oh, Pat. I cannot tie a tie. Oh. I, you know Not what? Not for me. I think I've given it as many, many as three or four minutes several times trying to learn it. And say, okay, that's enough. I don't need this. I remember buying I had one. to tie a tie every day of my life in school. Uh, well, that, I wish I had. Yeah. At St. Gabe's, they had no discipline. They let us come in collars, man. That was <laughs> if they. I blame St. Gabe's and folded. They should have made me tie a tie. Absolutely. Well, well I, I only had to tie the tie in high school, not grade school. So we were I'm in, thinking, did I? The no. uh, the wife and I were in San Francisco once for. Does a, this chair make me look like a small person? Yes, it does. We were in. You San, know what? I, I gotta, gotta tell get you this. this. I gotta tell you this story. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's too much. No, let's have reality. Let's have reality that so everybody out there can say, why is this guy sitting in the midget chair? Watch this. Put the camera on. Use the word. There you go. So, well, what the hell? What can they do to him? All right. So, we're in San Francisco. We got to go to a wedding. Yeah. Right? Right. I need a tie. Yeah. I go into this very nice store. Haberdashery? Right. Very nice store right downtown San Francisco. And I said, I got to buy a tie. And he said, okay. And he shows me some ties. I said, 
That's a very nice tie. Now we got one problem. Mm-hmm. You have to tie it. <laughs> <laughs> so did he put it on he and tie it? He put it. I put yeah. it on me. Tied it. Loosened oh, it up. He tied it. it oh. Tied it on there. Put it. Loosened it up, and then I took it with me. I oh, told I you my tie story. <laughs> I took it with me, hanging. Yeah. Like Brooke, remember the tie story I told you guys? Yes. <laughs> like you're carrying a dead snake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down the street in San Francisco. <laughs> the nice thing about it, if you're doing that in San Francisco, nobody noticed. Nope. <laughs> that means something. There. I'm walking to the gas station in Durham, North Carolina, yes. with, at the time, a friend of mine, because they sell beer at the gas stations sure. in North Carolina, yes, very, very and a mother policy. pulls up with her son, and mm-hmm. it's going to be his first day of the job there, and she was panicked. She said, sir, do you know how to tie a tie? Mm-hmm. Oh, I no. said, of course I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I stood behind the kid and did yes. the tie for him, and then he looked all ship shape and went in, and she was eternally grateful. Mm-hmm. Eternally grateful, that. yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. I remember. Is it very exciting, isn't it? Is it over? It's over. <laughs> I remember one time in Prior Lake, my dad was still alive, and it's, only, you know, we'd moved into the house there. And, and uh, my first wife and my dad, my dad was standing behind me trying to get me to tie, figure out how to tie the tie. He yeah. was like standing on a couch trying to do that. I'm standing there. My ex-wife's trying to help me, and I finally said, bleep this. I'm not going to work. Take it off and give That's, it to me. They got clip-ons. Take it off. They and got clip-ons. I wore clip-ons. I'm going to teach you. I can teach you in one minute. Take that off and now. give it to me. What do I care now? That's true. You'll never yeah, wear one nah, again. No, no, I won't. Uh, although... I gotta go. I'm going. I'm trying to go to Sammy's wake tonight, and then you got. There's going to be a lot of occasions to wear a tie coming up here in the next ten years. I, I think I do a version of the Shelby knot. Do Shelby you? has a very simple way to tie a knot. Mm-hmm. I, I developed a very simple way. It's not mm-hmm. complicated. Even <laughs> of course we are talking to a guy. Be quiet. We are talking to a guy who we had to teach point. how to open a bag of potato chips. Yes. <laughs> this, I gotta have a this year. This year. No. no not no. 30, 40 years ago. This year. At least a year ago. I said, look, you grab the bag at the top, you pull it apart. It was amazing. And you were astounded. <laughs> prior, I'm a, I'm a chip opening fool now. But prior to teaching him, it's as if. It's as if I could give a seminar on how to open chips. Prior to that, though, it's as if Zorro like Zorro came by and flashed yes. the chips with the mark of Z. You quite seriously could not. No, open. I used to take a, uh, a scissors, scissors and, and stab it on Didn't you wonder how everybody else opened chips? I thought everybody opened them like that. <laughs> God forbid that you ever need to take medicine. You won't be able to get the cap off the jar. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah, just it's, it's, it's just it pathetic. There'd be sun chips out there, and not only would you know, they be flying all over, <laughs> right. but it would just be. You know, the difference between you and I is you have a great curiosity. I do. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I say, yeah, well, well, what's the best way to get in here? You know, it's, the other I mean, give me an instrument. You know, <laughs> since we're going to drag you over the coals, uh, the other thing I've noticed about you is even though there's a stack of paper readily available at our <laughs> desk, you take all of your notes on sea towels. <laughs> yeah, you take out the, the big, wide, open sea towel napkins yeah. and you write notes on those. What's a sea towel? It's the towels, towels we use here. One of these right long, here. skinny yeah. ones, the rectangular. How can ones. you write on those? They'll break. They'll rip. <laughs> no, he's I got, don't use a pencil. I use a pencil. He's got uh, piles and piles. paper sitting here. He's uh-huh. got all his notes on and towels. And it'll say things like Vikings. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're all just one word.
word. Sid. Yeah, you know, it's easier. Taxes. You know, the difference is you can reach the towels without standing up. You know, if you got to stand all up. All the way up there. You gotta get up there. They've got to be within his eyesight. You've been fooling people for a long time. Oh, yeah. No, nope. I've never fooled anybody that I have any skills. No. As far as... Life you know. skills. Yeah, life skills. I'm, I'm helpless. You're basically helpless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if the old, uh, if the DA passes before me, even if I'm fully healthy, I'll have to go into assisted living. Right. right. <laughs> you know? Sir, what are you doing here? I need help. <laughs> You're going to need a couple of tenders like Sid has. Yeah. A couple of, uh, couple of gals. That would be, uh, yeah, that'd be good. You need a break, Rook? Uh, yeah, before you do that, that Such, oh, yeah. uh, let me do a little traffic here for yeah. you. Why? Why? We actually have a well, big time make a move going on uh-oh. westbound 94 right now. It's a crash blocking most of westbound 94 just past <laughs> Dale. Only the left lane is getting by, and traffic now slowing in the downtown St. Paul Capital Interchange. What the hell? I got to go that direction. All it's... right, Rook, I can't find it. We got him, folks. What was it? Uh, I can't remember. A mouse? Worthless yeah. creep. It's had me on the floor twice. We got him. We what? got him. Because under the St. Paul sports section was a very lifelike rubber snake. And boy, the ru- you almost lost it, didn't you, Rug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me good. Oh, we got paid for it. We're ahead of the game now, aren't we? I stand and I bow. Take you tell, and I... Tell us what he said. I don't hear I you. I gave it the old uh, double take. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, we have even worse news here oh, for no. Westbound 94. Patrick, it's Westbound 94. That's and, where I go. And and all traffic being diverted off the freeway at Dale in uh, just west of downtown St. Paul. Somebody you're going wrote, eastbound, Patrick. If you're going to go on 94, you're going to be going eastbound. To go out that way, yes. But I'm, I haven't made my mind up Just yet. pretend you're going to my house and go mm-hmm. that way. Okay. This just, will not affect you, Patrick, unless we get a gawker thing. Which And right now, eastbound 94... A looking normal between so the downtown. Somebody rear-ended somebody. Is that the way uh, it's, it's, it's worse than that? Okay, it's, it's, not good. It's grim. Yeah. Hello, Miss Minnetonka. Hello, Pat and Joe. I'm so glad I got a chance to say goodbye to you guys before you're off the air. Well, thank you. Do you have a cold? Or are you crying? Um. Well, I I feel I feel real sad. It might I might be getting a little bit of a cold. Too. <laughs> I did send a card, but yes, I don't know thank if you. Got you. It or not. Oh, I got the card. Yeah. Yes, we did, dear. You, but, you're you know, the you the you're the most faithful card sender of all time. Yep. Well, now where I could I know I could send one to you at the Star Tribune, Patrick. But where could I send one to you, Joe? Yes. I'm still going to be here send at the one station here because he'll be doing his podcast oh. and he'll uh, still have a mailbox. I yep. would guess. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll send your yours here. I don't have a computer, so I won't be able to listen to the podcast, which I'm really sad about. Do you have a cell phone? Uh, no, you know what? I have a landline phone with answering machine. So that's the, and when I go to the library, it's to look for jobs and to just check my email. Well, this isn't 1955, you know. <laughs> I know. I'm still in the dark ages, but you know Holy what? Cow, we might have been separated at birth. <laughs> I like to read my newspaper in the morning. Me too. And mm-hmm. and have my breakfast, but sometimes it comes late. You yeah. have that problem too, huh, yeah. Patrick, with your paper guy? 
Well, my guy's been pretty good lately, except one day he missed me. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, been okay. he's been good, and I thought you were probably going to have a, tur- a tornado or something that that happened. Okay. But I also wanted to tell you guys that I have an, another uh, really good friend, and she listens to you, too, and she, and she was practically crying also when she found out you guys weren't going to be on any longer. Well, I mean, I don't know what they're going to put on in the time frame instead, but it's not going to be as good as your guys. I can't tell you how many, how many times when uh, sad things have happened in my life, and then I listen to you guys, and it just puts a smile on my face. I got a suggestion for you, Miss Minnetonka. Go over to your friend and listen to the podcast yeah. on her well, computer. When she's at work. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm job hunting. I lost my job when my oh, I'm um, sorry. my company uh, had a downsize, and then the that I was working <laughs> for, she moved out of state. So I'm, you know, I'm registered with some agencies, but a lot, some well, of the things they come up with are, um, you know, some places that I'd have to get to on the freeway, and I have not been on the freeway since I left professional modeling because I've been in so many accidents. <laughs> Miss Minnetonka, well, thank Minnetonka. you, dear. We'll let you go. Thank Thanks, you. you you've thank been you. wonderful. Thanks for your loyalty. Miss Minnetonka, Miss thank you. Rablana. Yes. Yes. Such your cold, cold response to her reminds me of that day at the fair last <laughs> what week. What cold when, response? Oh, what is it, 1955 oh, yeah, at your yeah, house? Yeah. We had a lady that showed up about 30 minutes before GL started last week at the fair, and uh, she was waiting around to talk to you. You showed up 10 minutes before the broadcast. She is literally in tears. I know, I talked to her. Because she can no longer listen to you, mm-hmm. and you started yelling at her. I didn't yell at her, What the hell Kenny? do you want from me, lady? <laughs> no, I, Kenny. you got to get a cell phone, Kenny, lady. Kenny. Who doesn't have a cell phone? Kenny, I was not that bad. It was not that bad. <laughs> I did say, when did she get a cell phone? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know how they managed to do this, boys, um, but we actually have a conference call next after Miss Minnetonka. Joe, if you want to punch up line 10. Yeah. All right. We've got... Hey, guys. Then we got Gil. Oh, Gil. Clem. Orange Pop Guy and Ray from St. Louis Park are all huddled around watching and listening to the last ever edition of Sports Talk. Who is this? Is this Gil? Gil. Club, hang on, we're out with the guys, so I'll keep her talking, keep it clean. <laughs> okay. Hi, right. guys. Hey, Gil, nice to talk to you. So you guys are the next Bauer, huh? Yeah. Taking a day's off? <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Taking a day's off and getting paid for it, that's what I see. Well, they didn't play yesterday, Gil. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay, but uh, uh, you see Bauer now, huh? Yeah. yeah. What's he making, same? Yeah, yeah huh? still 23. Yeah. 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 Such a catcher. <laughs> nice first base now. Okay. No, he's not going back to first base, but I'll tell you what. He's taking those days off. He's putting them in the bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's you right, know, Gil. Literally, the they, check in the bank. And mm-hmm. you know, he, he's not hurting on his knees. Yeah. You got you got to get over it. You got to get over it, Gil. That's, uh, you I know. don't think I can. St. Paul, boy, better be giving some of that money back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Gil, I really want to talk to Orange Pop yeah, Guy. Is yeah, Orange really. Pop Guy there? Yeah, pass the, pass the phone the over. Right now. Uh-huh. He's uh, doing an upper decker. He'll be around a couple minutes. <laughs> Jeez, Gil. What's wrong yeah, you know, with you? Full, you know, it's the full disclosure. We tell everything. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got to talk to you. All right. I think Orange Pop guy might have been my favorite. Because yeah. that's it's all probably he said. probably a gynecologist now. That's all he said. Orange Pop. Oh, hello, Patrick. And, uh, Joseph, how you doing? Hey, Clem, Clem, how, how you are doing? You? How's the farm? Oh, the farm pretty good out in the western Kentucky. And uh, I, you know, I know it sounded older uh, today's, but uh, just want to say uh, thank 
to both of you. Thank to both of you. Mm-hmm. For, uh, a lot of time with I remember. We uh, supported you through all the troubles, Clem. Well, I think you you boys are being a a, a pairs of gentlemen. <laughs> yes, we're gentlemen. And I remember Patrick. Patrick, always I always famous Patrick because Patrick comes down to see my mama make those uh, fried pies. Fried pies, man. Western Hills of Kentucky. He, I tell you, Pat, he was big at that time. <laughs> he a lot of pies. Mama keep, he keep mama busy. At that time. And she, Lucy, she, Lucy, want, how many pies you want? She said. <laughs> And Rusty, I like one more pie. <laughs> one more pie. And Joe, I know uh, you were a little hard on me over the year. Yeah. And uh, you, you were a little hard on me, Clem. Well, I think it has to be. Uh-huh. Uh, coach, when you uh, coach in the Big Ten, NCAA National Basketball Programs, uh, <laughs> national champion, two time, two time national champion. I know. I know. That include a uh, home game. When you're not at Holmes. Mm-hmm. Remember, that? Remember that? when you were at the Metrodome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it Metrodome or Tiger's Tenor? I don't know. Where hey, Clem, we just had the forty, the 20th anniversary of the uh, Final Four season, and nobody even gave you a mention. Nobody even let you come to town. Man. It's tough to be vacated. Yes, it is. When you invisible, that kind of sound weird, doesn't it? It does. It does. When you have not uh, recognitions yes. of one national championship, mm-hmm. one yep. national championship, it, uh, it's really hard to uh, process mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but our, our, the future of the University of Minnesota basketball program with this uh, road boat is going to be okay. Uh, okay. Uh, he, I don't uh, think we have time for uh, Ray from St. Louis Park. <laughs> it's going to be okay. So we, uh, we hope they're going to row the river boats. Oh, all yep. the way down okay. to the right. Kentucky. Well, thank, thank you, you, Clem. Thank you. Uh, one more gentleman want to talk to you. No, we don't well, have time. We might we have time. We got the we, weather. No, we no. We don't have the weather, Pat. We, we don't do weather in this area. What? Orange Park. There he is. There he is. There's my guy. He must have been done with business, huh? We're going to be back. I have met Orange Pop guy through the years. He would hold for 20 minutes to say that. Orange Pop. (laughs) What? We'd say Orange Pop. Uh, We'll be back, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota. Uh, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Frank Miller and Your Money Now. Stocks finished a bit lower today as trade tensions continue to worry Wall Street. President Trump says that more tariffs on Chinese goods are ready to roll. Trump also reportedly eyeing trade with Japan. Told the Wall Street Journal today that he was, quote, still bothered by the terms of U.S. trade with Japan. That comment has some investors fearing that a tariff on Japanese auto imports may be on the way. In economic news today, the Labor Department released its monthly jobs report, which showed that employment surged more than expected. Non-farm payroll employment up 201,000 jobs. The unemployment rate, meanwhile, held steady at 3.9%. And it was kind of a mixed bag in the world of the NFL and Nike. According to MarketWatch, Nike's online sales were up 31% after the two-minute ad featuring quarterback Colin Kaepernick ad during the NFL season opener last night. Not so good news for the NFL, though, as the opening game fell to a nine-year low in terms of viewership. 19 million viewers tuned in to see the Eagles beat the Falcons. It's the second straight year of double-digit declines for NBC and the NFL opening day. Maybe worth noting, however, that the start of the game was pushed back a bit by lightning. 
That's your money now on 1500 ESPN. Here's Kenny Solman Olson. Well, thank you very much, Frank. And I got to say, it's been a pleasure talking to you on tape low these many, many years. <laughs> and I do actually have a little bit of traffic for you and good news between the downtowns. Uh, that incident we had westbound 94 uh, just past Dale has cleared. All lanes are uh, open and traffic is starting to spool it back up again. But expect a slowdown kicking in in the Capital Interchange. If you're traveling eastbound between, if you're eastbound, and down, loaded up and trucking. You're looking at a 20-minute drive from downtown Minneapolis over to St. Paul. And the uh, outbound crowd on the Hot Mess Express, westbound 94, running from the Fish Lake split up to 101 in Rogers. You're looking at a, th- a trailer. You and Augie? No, 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 no. You and the wife, my the baby. wife and uh, myself and the baby. Yeah. The baby. And we decided to get a pizza and go home and maybe have a little pizza. But it's only about 2.30 in the morning. So it's, it's the blush of... The blush of the evening, not ready to quit drinking yet. So we get home about two thirty, and we decide, well, you know, the baby he's about one, then Jimmy's about one. They said he might want some pizza, you know. Let's go ahead and get the baby out. So I go ahead and reach over and grab Jimmy out of the crib, right? Mm-hmm. Turn around, take a step. I'm in this dark room in there on a linoleum floor, you know, this cheap trailer. My right foot goes in this wagon that the kid has in there. And there I go, airborne, holding this baby, holding this year-old who's sleepy, wondering what's going on. And I'm about the same size as I am now, big. Uh And I go airborne, come down on my back. That trailer shook for about an hour and a half. <laughs> what did the, the little know. woman? What did the little, little woman, woman have to hot? say about uh, that? Well, you know, I, I had a good explanation. You know, we said Jim might be—he was awake anyway. You know? <laughs> we thought he might want some pizza. <laughs> you have to perform some sort of gymnastics to keep from. You would land on a kid. You would have well, killed him. So your wife really would have been mad. <laughs> then. She would have really been out of. So you, did you, like, flip around in the air to stay oh, back tight? Hold on tight and said, get ready. For, <laughs> this is going to be quite a trip for you, son. <laughs> Bang! Ooh, I'll never forget that. Did it knock the wind out of you? Uh, I don't know. I just hold on to that baby so hard, hoping I didn't kill it. Oh. I, if I did, I knew the mother would really be mad. I think, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, six years ago tonight, I uh, went in the building with him and said, keep him here. Do a loud room, whatever. Don't let him out till he's ready. So that had to be the show of uh, April uh, 27th, 1987. Mm-hmm. Which would have been the six-year anniversary. Mom really would have been upset. (laughs) (laughs) I still can't figure out why that girl divorced me. (laughs) So it was either me or Woodley running the board for that one. I don't remember because I started in 87. I started in 87, yeah, right after Mm -hmm. Woods left. (laughs) Woods went up to be a sports anchor man for $11,000 a year in Duluth. They were were big payers up there. Here's Johnny Height. Thanks, Joe. Sunny and 75 degrees. Twins tonight. They're back at it playing the Royals at Target Field. Steven Gonzalez pitches for the Twins. Heath Philmeyer. Stop, John. Yeah. Stop. Sure. Yeah, you're on. I am the real orange pop guy. Orange pop. I've got over 300 bleeping shows on cassette tape that I was just looking at. Back to 1988, 
Would you please tell us? When's the first time you called? What, what when's the first you, time you and called? And what did you mean by that? I, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? We were out one night. You know, I wasn't I was in high school. We are out one night at a country kitchen or something. And I said, you guys, you got to listen to these guys. They're funny. They're great. You know, and through the years, I, I got many people to start listening to you and you know, the fake orange pop guys, fake brothers of Frank Willisie, <laughs> yeah. you know, the fake, fake Frank Willisie. The first time we heard our Sid, my God, I'm sitting in a Target parking lot in Fridley, and I spit up all over the place. I couldn't believe how uh, Pat wasn't there at the time, I don't think. Yeah. One of you is gone. I, I got mean. that on tape yeah, somewhere, yeah, too. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so but I've sent you guys golf balls through inter-office mail at the Tribune. And all sorts of stuff. So, yeah, and, were, yeah. What's your first name? John. John, hey, thank where, you. How old were you when you first called? Like 16 or something? Oh, probably 17, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right around there. And you've actually <laughs> had a successful life, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I uh, I semi-retired from the uh, newspaper uh, after having almost 30 years in. and uh, So that was a few years ago. So, yeah. Okay. All right, thank All right, you. I, I, one more time. Orange Pop! <laughs> thank you, John. That was way better than thank the other you. call. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Orange Poster. <laughs> Reeves, you better see if so there's any other pop, gems here. Orange Pop is retired. Take we are <laughs> one. One. Yeah, I, I made him promise to be brief. Yes, Angie. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to share my favorite sports talk memory. Pat was doing the show uh, solo back in uh, it was June of 2005, and I I called in with a half hour to go, and he said. All right, we got one caller on the line, and it's Angie, so we need to get a fill the line so we can keep them off the air. <laughs> Thanks, Angie. All right, Angie. Goodbye. John Height. Oh, here's Johnny Height. The world could be coming to an end. Ah, news notes from today. Uh, we do have this dastardly story. Authorities say a benefit jar was stolen from a Richmond gas station. Oh, I saw this post on social media. Mm -hmm. These two should go you know where. Cold Spring Richmond Police Chief Jason Blum confirmed the jar was taken about 10 o'clock last night. Blum said the department is working with the business to try and identify the individual or individuals who are responsible. And what were we donating to, Johnny? That I don't know. Okay. I think it was a child's, it was a, but it was a specific child's benefit. Was it really? Oh my God. Mm -hmm. These people. Uh, from the Star Tribune, a 19-year-old man charged There's only 21 bucks. I mm-hmm. uh, bought a six-pack. And, uh, <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> what do you want? Don't uh, say that. There wasn't much in there. <laughs> it's hardly worth the oh, drive out there. 19-year-old man. Uh, you was... more than that in gas. <laughs> <laughs> 19-year-old man charged today for altering a Brooklyn Center Arby's sign to include racial and sexual <laughs> slurs. Uh, this happened over last weekend, prompted the company to apologize after photos uh, made the rounds on social media. Well, uh, why do you have to apologize that somebody, uh, some vandal? He, he did didn't it. apologize. No, I know. Why Arby's did Arby's did. have the to apologize? The way they caught him, though, Johnny, is just fantastic. Usandini Christopher Colling Harper of Minneapolis. Charged with gross you misdemeanor. Know, he's been marked for life since he was called Usadini. <laughs> Usadini. He had no chance. Uh, he's been charged yeah, with gross. He was, he was set for a life of crime from the day he was named Usadini. <laughs> gross misdemeanor criminal defamation along with disorderly <laughs> conduct and public nuisance. According to charges, a Brooklyn Center police officer was flagged down by a passing driver who pointed out the advertising sign at Arby's, which was altered to read, now hiring... And then it had groups described with racial and sexual okay. slurs. All right. <laughs> the officer removed the message, returned to the restaurant. 
uh, once it opened. Manager said the last employees had left at 12.15 in the morning. So this was a uh, ground level sign and not an elevated one. Huh? Must have not been. Must, a, have, must been. not have been the over. You get on your tippy toes. Yeah. Yes. A detective reviewed Facebook and noted that the first person to post a picture of the sign was Chris Harper. <laughs> oh, okay. This is how they got that's him. That's a smart move, buddy. 3.31 a.m. Okay. <laughs> the photo was accompanied with the caption, seems like Arby's hiring in B.C. Mm-hmm. The detective spoke with Harper's girlfriend, who admitted that, yes, he told her he had altered the sign mm-hmm. because he thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, Detective then met up with Harper, who admitted he changed the letters on the sign, quote, because he was bored while waiting for the bus and thought it would be funny. Mm -hmm. He admitted taking the picture of the sign and posting it to Facebook. Hey, uh, Joe, Mm -hmm. you never hung up on the conference call. Which one? Right there? The conference call. I get it. Is Rook on the line? No. What's going on? Conference call. What? You're not on. I don't hear you. (laughs) What line? <laughs> what line are you? Never mind. I think it's okay. Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll get it later. Uh, just a heads up. At the uh, Shannon Open for cystic fibrosis <laughs> at Highland National Golf Course, some of the fellas, even though they sent in upside-down pictures, mm-hmm. they have their uh, speaker and are listening to the last uh, Garage Logic and Sports Talk broadcast. Wonderful. And these guys have been loyalists forever. So. Wonderful. Thanks, fellas. Wonderful. New research shows Too that... Too bad you didn't have a meter. <laughs> right, yeah, that would have been four. That would have been four. One to sixes, baby. One, out of, one to one, sixes. You think one out of four of you would have had a meter. I wore a tie for this. <laughs> yes, <right. laughs> New research shows that pot isn't the drug of choice for just the young anymore. More middle-aged folks and even seniors are lighting up nowadays. The federal survey data showed 9% of adults aged 50 to 64 and 3% of those aged 65 or older have used marijuana within the last year. Uh, Senior researcher Joseph Palomar said that's pretty much uh, 1 out of 10, much lower than a lot of other age groups, but it's increasing steadily. Double the percentage of those aged 50 to 64 who reported marijuana use one decade ago. That was only at 4.5%. More than seven times the percentage of adults aged 65 and older who reported use back then, according to the research. I'm going to start hanging out at the hookah lounge up the street. Oh, God. <laughs> John, are you going to dip into Spend the Hall of Fame weekend. folder? I will. All right. Picking up that free money Saturday morning. Right. That's right. Now, I have an admission to make. In, in I don't know, Pat, uh, you may get up and leave the room when you hear what I did. Mm-hmm. I waved. Waved? I waved. To who? I waved. In a human type of wave? In a human type of wave. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know what I'm driving? I don't believe this. A human wave? I did this. I waved to people. I waved. Well, that's nothing wrong with that. Pat, I waved. Th- yeah. I waved. You know, and I went, oh, yes. while you were in the parade? like no. In the boat. In the boat. I waved. I, I did it. I waved. Oh, oh no, no. No. <laughs> he waved to the care cameras. I waved. I, I did a wave. Care cameras at the boat. The guy came. Ah! And he had the mini cam, and I froze up, and I, I didn't know what to do, and I started waving. <laughs> He's down. 
Yankees on the floor. The KSTP Talk Studios here in Maplewood have shaken to the foundations. I waved. I don't know what to do. I, the guy, listen, it's hypnotic. It's the guy's there, and he says, come on, give us a little wave. And you, you start out like this. You kind of think, I can't do this. I mean, I spent my whole life ripping this. Next thing you know, your hand's about here. And then, then it's going like this. I don't believe it. And then the cameraman's kind of doing this, and the next thing you know, you're doing this. I hate to tell you what I would have done, but people have been arrested for it. <laughs> well, or booed. They did it in American graffiti, if you know what. Yeah, yeah. When they were cruising. That's what you should have done. Should have mooned them? Should have mooned them. I Unbelievable. And it, and it was on the newscast last night. <laughs> <laughs> they show you care salutes antique motors. <laughs> like a big nerd geek or whatever I was. Why didn't you call and tell me? Oh, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I just. I just couldn't. And I. I knew I had to tell I you. I had to. I just it. had to confess. I, I can't had, believe. I had to get it off my chest. That I had to get it off. Single my chest. most humiliating thing I've ever heard of anyone. And doing. the guy was so nice. I, what's that <laughs> photographer's name? You know him as well as I know. I think he's a Vietnam. Richie Nestle. He's been there for years. He knows Jim Gately and a bunch of those guys. And he just came out there and he pointed the thing and I I just kind of kept my hands at my side. But then Andy Andy was with you. He waved up his arm. No, no. Emily did. Andy was kind of hesitant first and then all of a sudden everybody's just... (laughs) (laughs) It's awful. It is awful. Well, that's it. Oh, I, wait, I feel better. I, I don't know if I can go on. You got it off your chest? I had to get it off. <laughs> I had to say something. I had to tell somebody. We better get Johnny's last story. Yeah, uh, we've been ridiculing the hell out of Carol Levin right. since they came on the air and oh. changed her name to Carol Levin. But listening to you work it out in your head, Ricey, yeah. and then boom, it clicks. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> A couple uh, more stories from depressed. the <laughs> from the uh, Hall of Fame yep. uh, folder, including your favorite show. Yep. We'll, we'll finish with that one. Yep. Uh, let's start with an Australian pig nursing a hangover okay. after mm-hmm. downing 18 cans of beer and going on a rampage. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the Mirror reports the pig stole beer from campers before... <laughs> Before trying to fight a cow. (laughs) (laughs) Then took a drunken swim. Eventually passing out after the bender in Port Headland, Western oh, Australia. Oh, goodness. Man. That's great. A camper told Australian News it was the middle of the night and it was these people camping opposite us. They heard this crunching of cans. They got out their torch and shone it on the pig, and there he was scrunching away at all the cans. Mm-hmm. Some other people camped right on the river saw him running around their vehicle being chased by a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it kept going round and around. Then it went into the river and swam across to the middle. Uh-huh. Australian authorities are still trying to find the animal, but so far they've had no success. Oh, might have drowned. Spokeswoman Fiona Findlay said it was last seen near the river under a tree. I think today it might just be nursing its head. <laughs> wow. That is too good to be true. Uh, prosecutors say an alleged carjacker in Chicago contacted the vehicle's owner and offered to sell the 1998 Chevy Malibu back to her for 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant State's Attorney Aaron Antionetti said Jarrah Brown received a ride in the victim's car from a friend of the owner, and he forced the woman out of the driver's seat while the car was stopped. 
Uh, Brown then contacted the owner of the car, a 19-year-old woman, and offered to sell her back the 98 Chevy Malibu for $50. The woman arranged to meet with Brown, contacted police to accompany her. He was arrested at the scene. doesn't sound like something I'd be too eager to get back. No. And it was around 8.50 p.m. on a Tuesday evening when David Wagner tried to light his hearing aid with a lighter. (laughs) My favorite one. Apparently mistaking it for a cigarette. This is only one Mm -hmm. small part of the story. Mm -hmm. 53-year-old Wagner was behind the wheel of a Saturn in the Jensen Beach area around a Martin County Sheriff's Office deputy. When he smelled alcohol, called another deputy to finish up a DUI investigation. As that deputy approached, Wagner was in the driver's seat. The affidavit says he was trying to light one of his hearing aids with a lighter. (laughs) I noticed that there was another hearing aid in his lap. When asked what he was doing, Wagner said he was trying to light a cigarette. Uh That's a hearing aid. The affidavit says I told him no. He was trying to light his hearing aid. Mm -hmm. At that point, he stopped. Noting a strong odor of alcohol, the deputy asked Wagner whether he'd been imbibing, and he said he had. Wagner told the officer he'd had way too much. He said he had had about half a bottle of Jägermeister. Oh, goodness. Help me. Jägermeister originated in Germany, has a logo of a stag with a cross between its horns, and is a popular a popular herbal liquor that tastes somewhat medicine-y and is 70% proof. Wagner said he went to get a chocolate milkshake for his wife, yep. whose bottom teeth had been removed yep. earlier in the day. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the affidavit says he tried to get the milkshake but couldn't get out of the park. Ocean Breeze Park and returned home instead. All right. Now Wagner was wearing a brace. Said he had a broken foot. Oh my God! And nearly, <laughs> nearly fell as he stood. This sounds like my conversation with Railroad Dick. <laughs> <laughs> a breath test showed Wagner's blood alcohol content was greater than three times the legal limit. He was arrested. Affidavit doesn't state whether Wagner's wife got the chocolate shake, although she told a deputy a neighbor could help her out, and she'd be okay. Oh, Johnny, that's the best. That's nice. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Against it's disgusting, disgusting sports. sports. Bunch of kids from White Bear Lake. Yep. Elmer and Ernestina. Elmer and Ernestina. And our, they went back to Sunday nights with us, Elmer and Ernestina. Attic guy. And Dan Rouse. He was uh, several different people. The Walker Independent. The Pilot Independent. Yep. The Walker Pilot Independent. Speedy. Speedy. Commented on Speedy, marathons. Speedy was very, very, very upset, upset when they peed behind trees. Yeah, instead he, didn't like of, he didn't like that. Uh, Angry Ed. Yep. We just had a photo at the yep. State Fair of the great Angry Ed. Railroad Dick. Mm-hmm. Of course, Louis Other Cardinal. Other than that, Railroad, how was your day? Yeah. <laughs> Louis Cardinal, one of the all-time greats. A yep. uh, guy that every, every week he goes. Right. Every week, Louis. Uh, Orange Pop guy, we just talked to him. Yep. And I think because of the... I think... Uh, Judd Evans. Judd Evans. Old Judd. Remember Judd? Freddie yes. the fake gardener. Freddie yeah. the fake gardener. Freddie, Judd Evans. One of my favorites all time is because of the concept, Bill Quillacy, Bill Quillacy. Frank's, Frank's imaginary brother, brother, who called Larry King, called Larry King one night and identified himself as Bill Quillacy, Frank's imaginary brother, and Larry was left somewhat confused. Did you mention uh, Swedberg? Uh, oh yeah, Fernando. Oh, Fernando, yeah. he was fantastic. Ooh, we that's the trouble with trying to make a list because we probably were, have left people. There off were twenty-five and thirty. We we're not trying to. to uh, Dark star. Well, we made him. He we invented him. We apologize to the entire state. I'm sorry for that. God love him. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we he he was. Pat, I love you. 
Yes, thank you. You know what? I told somebody, 35 years, I don't think you and I ever got in a, a real row, did we? Yeah, it's really. about time we start. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I'll slap yeah. you upside the head. That yeah, was fantastic. Thanks, fellas. 1,500. Yeah, thank you all. 1,500. ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. Thank you for the memories. Yes. But we were intelligent.